1: and we're here. Welcome to the One Tough Mother Show. And We have a big special show this week, and we're doing, or this week, we're doing a holiday specials. And we reached out to a, a lot of the fabulous guests that we had on the show, and we asked them if they'd like to offer the lovely people who listen to the One Tough Mother Show a holiday special.
2: So with that, I say, Gail, what went on last week? Oh, all sorts of things, but I actually went to the Brooklyn Academy of Music on Friday night with my friend Kathleen. Hi, Kath. And we saw this wonderful uh, thing at the um, Harvey Theater called "Traveling" with a great artist, and it was fun. I've been in that building in a really long time, and it's—you guys can get out to see what's left of the Next Wave Festival at the Brooklyn Academy of Music. You should; it's great. Oh, I work. want to go with you. Great
1: stuff. <laughs> it sounds fun. Yeah, wow, it's great that was stuff. awesome. <laughs> all
0: you right, you've been getting around, girlie? You're getting around, Lise? Well, I play touch football for the first time ever. Actually, you guys all know that I play football, and I. I play touch football and um, I have a little email to read because I did very, very well. I knew you Um, would. Yeah. (laughs) I loved it. So here it goes. It was a hell of a game. Some amazing catches by Dean and Iron Hands Al, not to mention Chris's friend Woody, the usual elegant pirouettes of Dan and many, many others that I can't remember. Oh, yeah. My interception. By the way, I did not write this email. This email came from Peter. But. Play of the game goes to Al's friend Lisa, a.k.a. the Kid Crusher, (laughs) who, by the way, is a great quarterback for showing a random three-year-old why it's unsafe to wander onto a football field. So let me clarify, I am running to catch the football, and I step and trip after I caught the ball. I did catch the ball. Did you hold the ball, though? I tripped over a three-year-old. Aww. i don't know what parents and are i thinking. landed on the three-year-old
2: you and landed like, on the three-year-old
0: oh, and all of a sudden i hear this kid crying Aww. and the father's in i'm like oh, i'm so sorry i'm so sorry Aww. i'm so sorry and i'm like it was- he the father and the father was pretty good the mother looked like she wanted to kill me but huh. i'm like who lets a three-year-old it's run on, a on the field where there's 12 adults playing touch football It's really? ridiculous
1: it's awful so i felt really bad but that was a highlight of my day well that's what you did you're a kid crusher now I'm a kid crusher what happened to the ball i caught it
2: but did you first held, down but did you hold it yeah okay. I held she on held to on it on on top of the three year old oh, she didn't yeah. hold on to
3: the ball hey. and hit the kid oh. she decided to yeah. hit <laughs> the kid do <laughs> yes. well, let That's me clarify <laughs> that I was running
0: I was running looking running and not looking where I was running to because who thought there would be a three year old that I would trip over but I also threw three I had seven completed passes in a row mm. as yeah woohoo she got it done the, the female spiral, Tom right? Brady yeah yeah Huh?
1: They Try they? out for the Giants. They need somebody. So no, anyway. they don't. <laughs> anyway, actually, they, do. they actually they do. Um, and I did the rest of my holiday decorations. Thank you, God. It's done. It's done. It's done. I'm it's done. I'm shitsing right now. I, all I just wanted my holiday decorations done. I love And the her soundtrack. house looks and like a sleigh.
2: Thank yes her you. house looks like it could be you slayed the i thing. slayed
1: well, you know what's funny um, my mailman actually does look like santa he's big and he's got like a white beard so he came down my mom comes in the house and she's like hey the mailman wants to sit in the sleigh and get his picture taken so i took a picture of the mailman and wait, wait, wait 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 you couldn't get money for that Actually, my said, of let's, char- let's start charging people ten <laughs> bucks on the a photo. There you go on the sleigh, sitting in Santa's sleigh. Yeah, so I thought about that. What you, do you don't think sleigh? the super, you don't think I'll, the malls com- make money from Santa oh, being the there? Absolutely, I'll come, come on, up,
3: I'll come up with the kids.
1: You can, you don't have to pay. You can come up anyway. Oh, sweet. Yeah, you can come up. Sweet we'll Christmas. We'll give you a cookie. It's you. So anyway, mm. today's a great show. We have a bunch of guests. They're going to give out wonderful, wonderful discounts for the holidays, and we're going to be calling each one of them. And then we have. Um, We have Caitlin Kiernan, right? Is it Kiernan? Kiernan. Yeah, Caitlin Kiernan. Um, She was just recently on the Kathy Lee and Hoda show. She's fabulous. She's an author and she's going to be joining us. And I can't wait to have you guys here. So we'll be back in a moment.
4: The One Tough Mother podcast. Real talk with amazing women who have worked their way to the top and want to share their real life lessons with you.
1: Today at the One Tough Mother Show, we welcome beauty director, Caitlin Kiernan. Um, Her world dramatically changed when she was diagnosed with breast cancer. She consulted everyone in her beauty industry, makeup artists, skincare experts, doctors, and even Hoda, Mm -hmm. who had breast cancer. And she wrote this fabulous book called Pretty Sick, The Beauty Guide for Women with Cancer. And we welcome her to the One Tough Mother Show. And she's got a fabulous special that she wants to do on her book. Hi, Caitlin. Welcome to the One Tough Mother Show. Thank you so much for being on. Um, Your book's amazing. I actually saw it in the store up by my house. Stop and Shop. And it's awesome. It's very cute. It's called Pretty Sick. And it
5: is? It's a beauty guide for women with cancer.
1: Yeah. And um, I thought it would be a great... I mean... I'm getting it for a friend of mine because she's been going through a really, really rough time. And you know what the funny thing is? She actually said to me, uh, tying the scarf was an issue for her, Mm -hmm. tying a scarf. And I know you have that in there. Give us a little bit of background on, on your book and how you got started.
5: Well, I was a beauty director when I was diagnosed with breast cancer at the age, just before I, just after I turned 42. And, um... You know when I started going through treatment I started experiencing you know you you get all the side effects of, of treatment your hair starts to fall out you end up having to have you know in some cases your breasts removed your skin breaks out in either cystic acne or hives and I was dealing with all these these things and when I started you know I'm an editor so when I started like really researching solutions and like how to handle all of these things on um, I really wasn't finding like one book or one website or one resource. And and let's be honest, the web is a a pretty scary, inaccurate place. So I was just really blessed to have a lot of experts and sources that I would talk to every day. And I started turning to them for advice and tips on how to navigate my side effects. And, you know, when I was sort of like halfway through treatment and towards the end of it, um, I really was like, I need to... I need to pay it forward. I need to pay forward all the blessings I had to just have all this support into a book for for other women who are going to you know be dealing with this after me. So that's how it came to be.
1: Yeah, I think it's real. I mean, it's, it's amazing that you've done it. And it's amazing that you documented it all because you're right. You can go on the web and spend hours and hours and hours researching things and get Millions of different opinions, millions of different viewpoints, and it, it gets becomes overwhelming. And when you're in that situation, you're not feeling well already. The last yeah. thing you want to do is like start plugging in things that you're looking for and, and have to jump through hoops to find them. So you actually were on um, Kathy Lee and Hoda's show because I Hoda was. helped you with this book a little bit, or she contributed.
5: Yeah, yeah, she um, she was wonderful. You know, Hoda, I've been. I have friends that are friends with Hoda, and I just, you know, I obviously followed her journey, as well as Joan London's, and, um, you know, just some of these celebrities, you watch them, and they sort of become your kind of, like, guide Mm. when you go through it, you sort of, like, look to what they did, and um, when I reached out to her and said, you know, would you be willing to talk, she was beyond... Um, excited about it, and really gracious and giving with her time and 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 her support has just been unparalleled. She really is one of those women that wants to pay it forward as well and just help everyone everyone else that's that's dealing with this situation because it is such a unique experience. Um, And a tough one. So she was great. Yeah. So I went on their show and she was wonderful. That's awesome.
1: Because, yeah, I I mean, it's like I said, it's a very tough gig. And so,
5: wait, does breast
1: cancer, did it, I'm not sure your background, does it run in your
5: family? No. And it was so odd because, you know, I played um, soccer my entire life. Um, I was very athletic. I never smoked or drank. I mean, you know, in college I'd go to parties and stuff like that. But it was never, I've never been, um, you know, really into that sort of social stuff. So, um, it it was it came out of nowhere. I mean, it really. My mother never had it. No one in my family had it, and I was like the healthiest one of my family. I juiced every morning. So when I found the lump, very much by accident, like many women, um, I, I was I didn't believe it. I really, honestly, it wasn't until. I started experiencing all the side effects of my treatment that it really sort of sunk in that, like, I had cancer. Oh, even
1: after you heard it from the doctor, you were still like, no, this can't be me. This couldn't have you happened know, to I me. You I went
5: into complete, like, shock. Like, I went about my life and did all the things I was supposed to do, but with each appointment, I really thought, oh, they're just going to come back and tell me that it was benign or that it was, that they were mistaken. Like, I really didn't. It wasn't until I was, like, literally sitting in the chemo suite with a drip in my arm for four hours that I was like, oh, wow. Like, this is happening. Yeah. This is, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is right? real. You right. know, it's a very surreal experience. It just, it really is.
1: And you found it yourself, right? You found it through self-exam?
5: Yeah, no, well, no. I was falling asleep one night in a very small, dense breast. I was rolling over on the side sleeper. I was rolling over, and my arm kinked. Like I felt the kink in my, against my arm. And I was like, oh, that's weird. And I felt that it was very typical of what you hear. It's like a pea-sized lob that's hard. And so I wait, I actually waited to go to my gynecologist because I thought, you know, cystic a breast run in my family. And I thought maybe it was just like a hormonal thing. So I waited until like, you know, after, you know, the time of the month where, because they say that your hormones gear up and went to my doctor after. And she was like, yeah, no, I feel it. I went for a mammogram, it didn't show up. I waited another month, was still there, went back to my doctor, back for another mammogram, didn't show up on the second mammogram. And when I was at the hospital with the second mammogram, I I literally staged like a revolt. I wouldn't leave until my insurance sent over an emergency approval for a sonogram. Mm -hmm. Um, And they weren't even 10 minutes into the sonogram. It took me four hours, I had to wait four hours, but for the approval to come through, because they normally don't do that. but there, it was like ten or fifteen minutes into the sonogram where they found two tumors. Yeah, absolutely. in my right breast. So you know, you, a you have to be your own advocate, right. and uh, you have to listen to your body. You know,
1: absolutely. And that you know that it's funny because if you have dense breasts, like I have, an order now that every time I get a mammogram, I get a sonogram. Me too, immediately, mm-hmm. because yeah. I mean. The, and then you hear so many things like, oh, you shouldn't be getting mammograms. You shouldn't be getting sonograms. Like, you hear so much stuff. It's always confusing. But you did exactly what I would do because we we have cystic breasts in my family. My mom had real problems with that. And uh, I would be like, ah, it's just a cyst. So, uh, yeah, people, if that happens, what do you do? You tell them, right, Caitlin? You have to yeah. go. You yeah.
5: have to be your own advocate. And also, you you know, if you are... One of those people where you think that you are at, you might be, you might have breast cancer or something like that, and you do have dense breasts, you have to ask for the sonogram because the sonogram isn't, especially since they've, you know, now passed new mammography rules and laws that, um, and guidelines, um, you have to ask for a sonogram because the sonogram isn't the first test that they give, but it's actually the more accurate of the two. So, at least for dense breasts because it shows, you know, things that a mammogram won't do and then of course after that they'll do uh, a breast mri if they do spot something so you know but you do have to kind of be aware of what and ask for those things because they aren't the first thing that's offered
1: right so so that's good advice you do have to be your own advocate you have to be aware of what's going on tell us about the book tell us what's in the book
5: Well, the book is really, you know, I really tried to avoid a lot of medical stuff. To me, this was about, um, it came from, you know, my experience and I was still working throughout treatment. You know, that's the great thing about cancer treatment these days is it's so advanced that you can go about your life. You can go to work, you can go out with friends, you can still work out. And, you know, that's where we are with cancer treatment. But there's never been um, advice for how to care for your skin, your hair, if you have hair, your nails, your body, um, when you're going through it. Because, you know, let's be honest, it's the side effects of cancer treatment, not the cancer itself that is really physically depleting. So, um, you know, that's, I wanted to, when I went to work, I wanted to look like myself. There's nothing worse than looking at people staring at you, knowing that you're sick you know, it makes it that much harder to kind of power through the day, even when you're, you know, when you're dealing with a right. health crisis. So for me, it was like, if I can just kind of pull it together enough to look like myself, you know, to be able to cover and my mood skin, I would, my chemotherapy would give me like different colored skin every other day. That's a very normal side effect. But like one day your skin will look kind of like tingy green, the next day it'll be yellow, the next day it'll be ruddy red. And, you know, one foundation doesn't do all of that. I mean, nowadays, there's a lot of color correcting concealers, but back then there wasn't. And you don't really have the energy to be doing a million different steps. So I couldn't find this information online. I couldn't find, you know, it in regular beauty stories. And as a beauty person, you know, as a beauty editor that has all that information for me not to even know it was like, what are other women doing? So you know, this book is really like how to care for your your skin, how to deal with hair loss, how to find a wig, how to deal with the, you know, the, the feminine issues, the, the sexual side effects that nobody talks about, by the way. Right. 90% of women that will go through cancer treatment will have some sort of sexual dysfunction during and after treatment. Mm-hmm. And so, like, nobody talks about this stuff, but there are things that, like, affect your quality of life. Right. Right. Just every, You know, it's like your skin, it's your hair, it's your nails, it's how your body feels, it's you dealing with your own um, emotional state. Like, so if you can take care of three of those things, you know, that make it harder to kind of get up and get to work and power through the day, if you can take care of three of those things, it's... It lightens the load a lot. That it, that's
1: amazing, different. and it was amazing that you put it together because, I like I said, I have a friend who's going through treatments, and I want to mention something that another friend told me. Young woman, that's a very good friend of mine. She had breast cancer, and she's been um, cleared right now. She, they, you know, she's doing very well, and she said suddenly, and I'm going to just bring this up because we haven't discussed this, and she just talked to me about this like a couple days ago. She's the mom that had cancer. She's like, I'm at the school. And it's like the holiday things are going on. And she goes, the other moms look at me like, oh, they're, you know, like they're afraid to talk to me. Like, how are you? Or And she goes, the first thing they ask, they, they get this like really sad, like look on their face and like, so how you feeling? And she goes, I yeah. feel like the, all of a sudden I'm branded the mom, the young mom who had cancer. And she says, yeah. they don't ask me to go out for a drink anymore. And they don't talk to me about the holiday events in the school. And everything is, how you feeling? And. You know, you know, she said, I feel like I'm branded that. How, what, how do women approach that? What, what do you think? Give me your opinion on how women should get by that. Should they just come right out and say, look, I'm doing really great. I, I know you, you know, you know what I went through, but let's, you know, let's move on. Let's go. What do you think?
5: Yeah, I mean, I, that was that was one of the hard things for me is that, you know, that's the irony of, of cancer and cancer treatment is that it is. The side effects of cancer and not the cancer itself that sort of takes it from being a very personal experience to a very public one. And one of the things that I hated was, and I was, you know, still working and going to events and meeting with people. Um, it it was really hard dealing with that, the, the question, the pitiful stares and questions. And so when people would be like, how you doing? And I'd be like, Oh, I'm dying! But let's, you know, how's the, how's how are the Mets? You know, like I would try to make a joke out of it, right? Right. But it's really it's really hard if you know, like I feel like I'm I'm irreverent and I tend to use humor as sort of like a deflection, but not everybody has that skill, and it can be really hard. Um, you know, there were so many reasons um, why this kind of information was in this book is so important because it's not just. You know, for me, it was like for women who are you know, have young children and don't want to have to explain or scare their children or people that are doctors that have to go and meet patients. Or, you know, I did, I interviewed moms and doctors and lawyers who are going into court and they're like, do you know how hard it is to win a case when they think you're about to like drop on the floor because you look terrible? Like it, it, it changes yeah. how the jury looks at you. It's so amazing how many people need this information for various reasons. And I just feel like if you, have a good attitude. you try to be pu- funny and positive. I think humor is always just a great way to kind of redirect the conversation. You know, I for me work going to work was a great distraction because my day-to-day life of going to doctors and hospitals and was so depressing and sad that like I didn't want to talk about it when I was at work because right. that was my one time not to deal with it. So I just came up with like jokes and stuff like that to kind of deflect and that's what I Always say Because if you say Oh you know what I really don't want to talk about it It just makes it awkward You know So it's like I think humor is kind of The best way You have to find your own punchline And what you like And what works But once you find it Use it on everybody
1: Yeah I I think you're right And you know what Until she brought that up A couple (laughs) days ago Caitlin I never thought About that Never thought about people looking at her like that, because to me, I, I'm like, yeah, yeah, you're, you're doing great. You know, you're healed. And, you know, what's next? And she's like, wow, all of a sudden I'm branded at the holidays. Uh, yeah. I'm a young it's mom really that had hard. cancer. Hard. Yeah, it is hard. And, you you know, and I'm going to put myself on the other side, too. It's hard when your friend or someone, you know, has cancer or has something tragic happen in their life. You don't sometimes know how far to go. Like you're trying to be like sensitive and caring and but not over you know the top so it's it's a tough situation on both sides lisa had a quick question you know what i
5: say that i say to friends and everybody i always say like you don't have to talk about it you just need to show up you need to Mm -hmm. show up and like i had one girlfriend who would drive up from philadelphia and just sit with me and watch really bad TV for like hours on end. <laughs> we never talked about being sick, but I knew she was there for me and it was what I needed. I just needed to decompress. I didn't want to like talk about the what was happening in my life and, you know, or the fact that I thought that, you know, who knows if I'm going to make it out of this situation. It was just nice to kind of like watch the housewives with her, you know, yeah. And, yeah. and, 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 and like really just like, not think about it. And so that's what I say to people. I'm like, show up with a pair of cozy pajamas, order in a meal, you know, show up, sit with a person. That's the way you handle it. You invite them out, you let them decline, you keep the humor going, you invite them, you know, like, keep, just be present and be uh, show your support. Don't speak your support.
1: I love that. And Lisa, go ahead.
0: You know, um, I just had a, a call question caitlin when you did find the lump did it hurt no it didn't hurt you know
5: they always say this cancer doesn't hurt
0: yeah, i know but i do know people that it they've had cancer and they did have my mom is metastatic stage four she's um unfortunately but um hers didn't That's hurt either right. most don't but um i have heard some people that the uh, lump did hurt so i was just curious well
5: it will hurt by causing other things. So it will Mm. either, like in some cases, it causes the breast to pucker down and that will hurt, you know, that kind of pulling on it, Um, you know, and you have to, it'll, in some cases it can cause the skin to discolor in that area because it's, you know, either, hanging over or under uh blood vessels and and veins so i I don't know i think it's very individual i listen at the end of the day i am a big proponent now for self-exams you are going to be the person that finds it first most of the time most of the time you're the person that finds it it's not you know we go in for an annual checkup once a year you know that's not good enough so i always say you know do it every two months like just do it quarterly if, if, you're, right, if you're lazy right. about it when you know when, with the changing of each season you know you should when you're getting ready to switch out your makeup or change over your clothes on those days when you're seasonally changing things up do it do a physical check-in on your body yeah and i see um,
1: online all the time feel it on the first they, yeah. they have that big campaign of feel it on the first and I think yep. that's a great reminder, too, because a lot of the women in the Tough Mother Army have had breast cancer, and they always send out the message, feel it on the first. So I think that's yep. a great thing. So the name of the book, again,
5: is? Pretty Sick, The Beauty Guide for Women with Cancer. And, and where can they find you? Amazon, Barnes & Noble, IndieBound. Uh, uh, you can find me at Walgreens, at uh, it's, it's supermarkets, at um, airports. It's the book it got a, a lot of pickup and it. it was also picked up in the UK. So we really in Walgreens? Excited about that. Really? Well. I just went right yeah, in my it's, town. That's my yeah, drugstore. Yeah, Good. <laughs> it got picked up by like a bunch of, it's in, um, it's in Wegmans. It's in like, it's in a bunch of different places. So I'm, I'm not happy about it that it's in supermarkets because I feel like women are really in supermarkets (laughs) more than they are in bookstores, you know.
1: Right, right, right. Well, thank you, Caitlin. Thank you, Caitlin, so much for for being on the Tough Mother Show. And thank you for this idea. This is a great idea for anyone. And it's not just breast cancer. It's any cancer. There's a lot of great, great tips in there.
5: Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you so much. And have a
1: wonderful, wonderful holiday. Yeah, you too. And uh, you're going to well. have to send me your address and you get the uh, One Tough Mother shirt.
5: You send it to me and I and I'll also send you a book. So send me, I'll send you my email, uh, my address and I'll send you you send me yours. All right, I am going
0: to Walgreens today to get your book.
4: <laughs> <laughs> have a lovely
0: holiday.
5: Happy holidays.
0: Take care. Bye-bye.
1: Bye.
4: Holidays, let's say. The One Tough Mother podcast. Real Talk, with amazing women who have worked their way to the top and want to share their real life lessons with you. And our first
1: call today is to Cynthia Barshop, and Cindy owns V-Spot Medi-Spa. I think you heard her show. She's fabulous. We love you, and happy holidays.
6: Happy holidays, everybody. Happy Hi, holidays. Cindy. Hi, how's everybody today? We're good. How are you doing? I'm great. Wonderful. I'm sure you guys are feeling good giving everything out, all these gifts to your listeners.
1: Yes, we're very excited. And we thank you so much. Thanks for for doing this. So what do you got for the listeners, Cindy? Okay. So uh,
6: these spots are women's sexual health spas. So we help empower women through sexual health. And we have a variety of treatments um, to give uh, some certificates to. So everybody who calls in, or the first 20 people, sorry who calls in or sends an email to get a $75 gift certificate towards V-Steams, which is a relaxed detoxification of your nether regions, um, or the FemiLift, which is tightening after we've had babies, um, an orgasm shot to enhance orgasms, or a lot of us don't have them like men, or a V-Lightning. So it's $75 gift certificate. we will be for you and a friend. All you have to do is call 800 800- 408 and say I'm a listener of One Tough Mother and um, that's it. Or you can email me, Cindy at vspotmedispa.com That's, that's V-spot.
1: great. Wow. Thank you. Awesome, that's awesome. Happy, happy holidays. <laughs> happy holidays. Yeah. Yeah.
6: Everybody will be pretty happy with these treatments. Oh,
1: thank so, uh, you so you much. wishing you and
6: everybody in your family happy holidays. Wonderful you too. Wonderful that you guys are doing this.
1: Oh, and Cindy, tell them where they can find you. Your website is? Spot Medi, M-E-D-I, spa.com. Okay, honey. Thank you so much. And Thank you. And have a lovely holiday. Happy holidays, too, darling. Everybody. Bye, Cindy. Happy holidays. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay, our second Tough Mother christmas special comes from cynthia Besteman, who is the beautiful violets or blue shop oh my gosh gorgeous gorgeous stuff and i love it and
0: you got I it for your thing, oh yes and cynthia i gotta tell you i love the lip balm it's just amazing everyone i know says that oh, it's just awesome. it unbelievable and i can't wait to bring everything down to mom
2: can i just say one oh, quick? Good. and, and, and the, the foot stuff the the, the 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 lotion for the feet the futsal. Oh, my God. Amazing.
7: <laughs> I need to call you ladies every day. This makes me feel so good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> we, we thank you so much for, for doing the Tough Mother holiday special. We love you to death. Violates no are blue. Cynthia, better. take it away. Well, for from now,
7: from uh, the airing of this until the end of the year, we're going to do a 20% discount for One Tough Mother um, listeners. You just enter code... Tough Mother at checkout, and that'll give you 20% off. And then also um, for everybody, I'm going to do a small gift with purchase. So if you're buying a gift for someone this holiday season, it's nice to get a little gift for yourself. We've got um, serums and body creams and clay masks that we'll be giving out for the holiday season. So you can do something wonderful for yourself while you're gifting um, someone that you love. And as always, 10% of the purchase price, Of our um, products and packages go to support the beloved line donations that we do for women at Mount Sinai here in New York Mm -hmm. City on the first day of chemotherapy for breast cancer they're given a full package of our beloved line to get them through their treatment so when you're buying something beautiful for yourself you're also helping women get through a really hard time in their life so it's a win-win
1: Oh, you're the greatest Cynthia and again it's Violets or Blue tell them the site Uh, violets or blue
7: skincare.com and we are Violets Are Blue NYC on Instagram and Violets Are Blue Skincare on Facebook. So you can follow us there and also get some more um, holiday specials.
1: Oh, well, thank you, Cynthia. And happy holidays, honey. Thank you for everything. Thank you, ladies, happy
7: holidays. You all are amazing. I love you to death. I'm sending you big hugs and kisses. And I hope you have a wonderful holiday season. And I look forward to seeing you all. I know. I we can't wait you. to see you. Thank
1: you. Bye. 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 Okay, and we're here with another holiday special, and this is from our dear friend, Christine Scott of Clever Crow Consulting and Design, and if you want to see her work, just go to one OneToughMother.com because that's what she's, she's done. The, she's the bomb. She's she the bomb. The bomb. She she's amazing. Bomb. Christine, we love you, and she keeps my site up and running and, and does all the beautiful artwork on it and all the stuff that has to happen for our show. She's the one who does it. So we thank you, Christine, for doing a special for the One oh. Tough Mother show. What do you got, babe?
7: All right. Well, first of all, thanks for having me here today. It's always a pleasure. And I've got a great deal for everyone. Exclusive to all listeners of the One Tough Mother Show, through January of 2018, I'm offering 20% off of all my WordPress website development packages. Whether your business is just taking flight or is already soaring, Clever Crow can help take your brand to new heights. Spots are limited, so contact me today at Christine at CleverCrow.com or visit CleverCrow.com for more information.
1: I love it And again right. If you want to see Her beautiful work uh, Go to my website OneToughMother.com
0: She does everything That has to do For our show And she's just a bomb You should ask her For help with your website You know what You know what I gotta tell you Christine I'm, I'm like so upset Because I don't I'm trying to do My own website And uh-huh. I'm just like You know Tech challenge So Gail and Karen I will help you I will help you I will help you We're sorry then, we live you We're know, sorry we lived. live So I think I'm gonna Take you up on The 20% discount <laughs> Since I am I'd Tough Mother it. Lisa <laughs> uh, For WordPress and you can help me. Absolutely. (laughs) Thank you, Christine. And happy holidays.
1: And again, one more time, where do they find you?
7: CleverCrow.com or
1: OneToughMother.com. Both places. Hugs doll. Thank you so much. Happy Happy holidays. holidays. Happy holidays, Christine. Love you. Sending love. Bye-bye. And we're here with Dana Ono. And she's got this great, great holiday special going. And Dana owns Anna Ono, which is gorgeous, gorgeous loungewear and you tell them tell them what you got
8: yeah so um you know i mean anna ono is is beautiful intimate apparel for women um often faced with breast cancer but you know really um we make wire-free unmolded cup lingerie that any woman that enjoys that sort of style can enjoy and um you know we're excited for the holidays and
1: and excited to be here so thank you oh you're so welcome we're excited you're here and where can they find you
8: so um, we're online at annaono.com, A-N-A-O-N-O.com. And for the holidays, we are doing a super special um, just for you and your listeners. Um, we have an incredible, incredible Modell, um, ex- incredibly luxurious robe. That's a great gift. It's a great gift to yourself because um, I like to do that during the holidays. Um, <laughs> and when you use the code OTM for One Tough Mother, um, you'll receive a free eye mask.
0: Oh, that sounds That's awesome. That's great. Yeah, I, I need a new robe, actually. Yeah. I got shopping bags under my eyes. Uh, Lisa points at her. these <laughs> up 45 times a day. She points at her eyes more it's than
8: my neck. Whoa! Yeah. Yeah. I Can I tell you, sleeping with an eye mask on has literally changed my life.
0: Oh, okay. Really?
8: Wait, a I, gel one? with? It's got gel or something in it? or the? No, I, the, well, the ones that we do are just beautiful satin. We have oh. fun with them. Um, but it's, they're so soft and they're so cozy. I actually got a text from uh, my friend Paige, who's Paige Previver and she was in our New York Fashion Week show. She sent me a picture because her boyfriend stole her satin <laughs> eye mask from her because it's so fabulous. So well, I was, that's I was a, cracking up about it.
1: That's a great special—a robe and you get a free eye
8: mask. Yeah, I may yes. have to do that. Yeah, but, my mom. Oh, oh, that'd be nice. Good Perfect. idea. Mama, yeah, will keep the mask, all though. sizes. Yeah, uh, from zero to eighteen, right. so it's very forgiving. Um, And and so it's just that quintessential piece that you can kind of wrap up and do your hair or lounge around or lay in bed, whatever you want to do.
1: Well, thank you, Dana. Thank you so much for being on the One Tough Mother Show. And thank you for doing a holiday special for our listeners. And again, this is Dana from Anna Ono. And she's got a beautiful special for everyone. Thank you, Dana. Have a wonderful, wonderful holiday. Thank you, guys. Happy holidays. Bye, Dana.
4: Bye. Bye the one tough mother podcast real talk with amazing women who have worked their way to the top and want to share their real life lessons with you
0: and we're here and tough mother lisa has headlines and headaches lot. Oh, oh my there's my God. a lot there's, always. A, lot. there's always <laughs> a lot of headaches and a lot of headlines but We need to tell you about who's sponsoring our show, Storyblocks.com. Now, ladies, I have to say I'm just a little upset with both of you because none of you called me to help me with my website. I know you're all busy. (sighs) Crazy. But I am technically challenged. All
2: right. We will help you. But I need
0: that picture of the champagne and shoes, and I need that song on the website. So here it is. Storyblocks.com has an amazing offer right now, a triple bundle. The images, video, audio for the price of one. The price, get this, $149 for a full year of unlimited access. We all know how much images are. Karen's crazy how, many,
1: crazy how much have you paid for like oh, an I'm image? I paid 150, 160 for one image and that's not the highest res. And either. then
2: no, you got to try to get the watermark e- out of it. Oh, yeah, year, yeah, yeah. No, licensing. Licensing you can't do. You can't make a phone call for 149 No, exactly. No. So
0: you got over 400,000 images, 150,000 videos, 100,000 audio clips plus unlock discounts on millions more. The content is royalty free. You can use it for commercial or personal projects, which I can't wait. If you guys help me, will help, help me, we'll help, help me! You. Did you go on? You, you, they have
1: tons of stuff. They're all over the place. It's wow. like a, it's like a kid in a candy
0: store. So here it goes. You have to do this right now. Go to Storyblocks, Storyblocks.com forward slash OTM. Again, Storyblocks.com forward slash OTM. Because if you don't put OTM in there, you're not getting the offer. So it's OTM. <laughs> so blah. Okay, that's it, (laughs) OTM. All right, so now, headlines and headaches. You know, people fight around the holidays. That does not exclude tech companies, girls. Google pulls YouTube from Amazon. This was taken from uh, Fortune and Variety, so go there to hear, and I should say read the entire story. Amazon and Google are fighting, and it is nasty. It's unclear who will win, but the consumers will definitely lose. Google is cutting off Amazon's access to the popular YouTube app on the Echo Show speaker device and the Amazon Fire Stick starting January. For millions of consumers, this means Amazon devices that they bought and they once played YouTube will no longer do so, forcing them to buy another streaming device such as a Roku, Google's Chromecast, if they want to watch the video service. A Google spokesperson lashed out at Amazon for not selling Google products. Quote, We've been trying to reach an agreement with Amazon to give consumers access to each other's products and services. But Amazon doesn't carry Google products like Chromecast and Google Home and doesn't make Prime Video available for Google Cast users. And last month, stopped selling some of the Google-owned Nest latest products. Given this lack of reciprocity, we are no longer supporting YouTube on Echo Show and Fire TV. We hope we can reach an agreement, but we don't know. Amazon did not immediately or respond at all to this comment. Hmm. So there you go, everybody. Everybody's fighting at the holidays. It's ridiculous. It's just another way to make money, if you ask me. I didn't me. know that they didn't sell
2: Google products. Yeah,
0: well, they, everybody's got their own thing now, so they don't want anybody trampling it's on everybody just, else.
2: There's so many different choices. Insane. It's crazy. It's hard Insane. to keep
0: up. Now, this I was very, very excited about because I think it's going to make some headway for children. Prince William and Kate to support children's mental health. This was taken from people. Go there to find the whole article. Prince William and Kate Middleton joined forces this wednesday for one of the most important causes children's mental health the royal couple attended the children's global media summit in manchester will william is giving a speech on kids mental health the summit brings together delegates from more than thirty countries around the world to inform and redesign the future of media for this generation and explore the impact of digital technology on children's futures, and thank God somebody's doing that, because these kids, oh my God. William brought together some of the world's most recognizable names in media and tech, such as Apple, Facebook, Google, Twitter, and online media companies, as well as children's charities and parents, to work alongside the panel of young people to find ways to tackle cyberbullying. As we all know, cyberbullying is just horrendous. Like when we were growing up, you know what? You had a fight. And it was done, and it was over, and it was nowhere. The only way it spread was the gossip you told your friends. That was it. You will find it online. So cyberbullying is a huge problem. It's a cause of suicide uh, increase, and it's ridiculous. I think it's important. And you know
1: what? A friend of mine lives across the pond, and she says that she she was there when Diana's uh, motorcade came through. And she said she'll always have in her mind the image of him walking with his brother and his father, this little boy that was just walking like he was... Me, like he was just mesmerized like he didn't even crack a smile anything mm-hmm. walking behind the motorcade so he has some definite definite life experiences oh,
2: life yeah. lessons mm-hmm. yeah. that oh, he yeah. can teach
0: these children he's, he's a great guy they both, they great guy <clears throat> now this next thing 13 mentally 13 things mentally strong people don't do this comes from amy morin who is a uh, psych psychotherapist psychology instructor keynote speaker and she's the author of the book 13 things mentally strong people don't do here's some excerpts one they don't waste time feeling sorry for themselves you don't see mentally strong people feeling sorry for their circumstances or dwelling how they've been mistreated they are able to emerge from trying circumstances with self-awareness and gratitude for the lessons learned when a situation turns out badly they simply respond next Mm. number two they don't give away their power. Mentally strong people avoid giving others the power to make them feel inferior or bad. They understand they're in control of their actions and emotions, and they know their strength is in their ability to manage the way they respond. Mm-hmm. Three, they shy away from shy away from change. Mentally strong people embrace change, and they welcome change. They welcome the challenge. Their biggest fear, if they have one, is not of the unknown, but of being complacent mm-hmm. and stagnant. We can all attest to that, yeah, right? Waste energy on things they can't control. We all say that. If you mm-hmm. know, you know what? Mentally strong people don't complain much about bad traffic. Well, you know what? I disagree about that. Right. I think mentally strong people complain <laughs> about traffic, lost luggage, or especially other people as they recognize it. All these factors are generally beyond their control. Worrying about pleasing others. Know any people pleasers or conversely people who go out of their way to displease others Mm -hmm. as a way of reinforcing an image strength? Neither position is good. Mentally strong people strive to be kind, fair, and to please others when and where appropriate but are not afraid to speak up. They are able to withstand the possibility that someone will get upset and will navigate the situation wherever possible. Fear-taking calculated mm-hmm. risks. A mentally strong person is willing to take the risks. This is a different thing entirely than jumping headlong into foolish risks. But when mental strength, an individual can weigh the risks and benefits thoroughly and will fully assess the potential downsides, even the worst-case scenarios before the actions taken. They don't dwell on the past. We can all attest to that one. I call that
3: a shoulda, coulda, woulda. Exactly, I like that.
0: There is strength in acknowledging the past and especially in acknowledging things learned from past experiences, but do not dwell. Number eight, make the same mistakes over and over. We all know the definition of insanity, Mm. right? It's when we take the same actions over and over again, hoping for a different outcome. Well, guess what? Mentally strong people accept full responsibility for past behavior and is willing to learn from their mistakes. Research shows that the ability to be self-reflective in an accurate and productive way is one of the greatest mm-hmm. strengths of spectacularly successful executives. Resent other people's success? Well, That's we don't do that either. No, That's a very good one. it takes that. Is an yes. I yes. totally agree, Gail. It takes strength of character to feel genuine joy. I'm going to say this one again. It takes strength of character to feel genuine joy and excitement for other people's success. Mentally strong people have this ability. They don't become jealous or resentful when others succeed. They are willing to work hard for their own chances without relying on shortcuts. Mm -hmm. They don't give up after failure. Every failure is a chance to improve. Even the greatest entrepreneurs are willing to admit that their efforts invariably brought many failures. Mentally strong people will fail again, but they will learn from their failed lessons and go on. They fear time alone. Mentally strong people enjoy and even treasure the time they spend alone. They use that time to reflect, plan, and be productive. Feel the world owes them anything. Do we not want oh know people boy. that are That's entitled? Yeah, we yeah. just talked about that. Yeah, my brother. <laughs> my mother's going to kill me. We just talked about it. <laughs> particularly in the current economy, executives and employees at every level are gaining the realization that the world does not owe them a salary, a benefits package, or a comfortable life regardless of their preparation and schooling. Mentally strong people enter the world prepared to work and succeed on their merits at every stage of the game. And last but not least, they do not expect immediate results. Mm -hmm. Whether it's a workout plan, a nutritional regimen, or starting a business, mentally strong people are in it for the long haul, kind of like the stock market. They know better than to expect immediate results. They apply their energy and time in measured ways. They have staying power. They're in it to yes, win it. That's they that's are in it to win it. it to win
1: it. That's great. That's so, th- yeah, those are great stories. And, those of course, good. we have quick hits.
0: Um, Lise, you want to do quick hits? I can do quickies.
1: Oh.
0: Quickies. Okay. <laughs> I just love this first one. Catherine McPhee. Mm. We all know who she is. American Idol person she's on Scorpion on CBS on Monday nights well she is also supposedly dating pop composer David Foster she got very nasty when she crashed a wedding in Cabo with her partner in crime Hillary Shore well guess what happened the bride kicked her out (laughs) and you know what good for the damn bride well she and Hillary took to Instagram with a bunch of snarky comments, including calling the bride a loser. She wasn't invited
2: to the wedding. She wasn't invited.
0: But you know what she thought? She thought, oh my god, we could have a page six moment. It was a way for her to get on page six because the bride would want her at the wedding and to dance the night away with a celebrity. And it just didn't turn out that way.
3: Sounds like someone else is a loser.
0: Yeah. Um. yeah that That was ridiculous. That's, That's terrible. Russia is banned from the 2018 Winter Olympics over systemic doping after an mm-hmm. unprecedented decision by the International olympic committee they don't play they don't No.
3: i must break you
2: Uh, (laughs) (laughs)
0: you're going down you're going down okay and who we all love taraji okay well december 14th at 8 p.m on fox's taraji's white house white hot holidays an hour of christmas music and sketches and guess who she's having on girls she is joined by pals Ju- Am I saying this right? Juicy or Jesse? It's Jesse. Jesse mm-hmm. Smollett. Mm-hmm. Fergie, Ciara, Shaka Khan, one of my faves, Chaka the Yin Yang Twins, Chaka. Leslie Odom Jr., who I love, Salt and Pepper, Nisi Nash, mm-hmm. Titus Burgess, mm-hmm. Tate Diggs, and Jay Farrow. I love Costume Sister Raji, who plays a reindeer in her special spoof of the Broadway hit Hamilton. She's great. Now, tracy ellis ross who i love star of blackish mocks clueless men with children's book called the handsy man as a guest host for jimmy kimmel this week she read from her back to basics children's book which included passages like and if i am your employee don't rest your hand upon my knee no i won't sit on your lap i should not have to say this crap (laughs) (laughs) and by the way dr seuss on a really happy note she subbed for Jimmy Kimmel because his son had heart surgery, and I'm happy to say he came through with flying, awesome. flying colors. Billy's a fighter, and it was a That's success. That's so, great! It was a great so, yeah congratulations That's yay. Awesome, Jimmy, Jimmy Kimmel.
1: Yes. Yes. And those were great, Lise, Thank you so much, and we'll be back. The One
4: Tough Mother Podcast: Real Talk with amazing women who have worked their way to the top and want to share their real life lessons with you. And
0: we're back. And Tough Mother Mail is sponsored by Storyblocks.com, your first stop for stock. It's just an amazing thing, $149, unlimited access. Go to Storyblocks.com forward slash OTM. More on that later. They're great. What do you got, Gail? You
2: got mail? I got mail. I got mail. I got mail. All right. The first one is from Tired2, as in not Tired2, but also. Here we go. (laughs) Dear one Tough Mother, I really need help. I've been married to Janet for 13 years. She's kind, caring, and loving, and a mother. She's a kind, caring, and loving wife and mother. However, she is a slob. <laughs> Janet grew up in a house that was very cluttered. Her parents collected everything. In fact, they are hoarders. Janet and I discussed this before we were married because it bothered me so much, and I was afraid that, she grew, that since she grew up in that environment, she would become that way. And she has. The first few years of our marriage were perfect, but once the kids were born, we have a ten-year-old, we have tw- ten-year-old twin boys and an eight-and-a-half-year-old little girl. Things got out of hand. Janet would say she was too tired to clean, and she was. So I would clean everything up after, every night after I get home from work, and I still do. But for the last three years, I've had to work two jobs, and Janet works part time at the elementary school. However, this, the house is a total disaster. It's unbelievable. There are toys spread out across every inch of the floor, on every chair. There are piles of clothes, and you must push stacks of mail and school papers aside to sit and eat at the table. Mm. Janet continuously says, with active kids, she doesn't have time to clean. I try to do as much as I can, but I work all day and most Saturdays. Because of our mess, I never ask guests over for the holidays, and my family refuses to come over. It's that bad. I love my wife, but this is affecting my opinion of her please help me get her get her the house and the kids under control tired too oh that's
1: really that's bad that's mm-hmm. that's sad mm-hmm. and you know it, it, things do get out of control when you have kids anyway and they, they do i mean and he's obviously trying to pitch in but she grew up in
0: that environment and they had the talk before they got married so What do you think? I think he needs to talk to her again. I I mean, he he does. I mean, because you know what? Hoarding is not healthy for anybody, especially children. It's just not healthy. Right. And how can you bring your kids home? You're going to bring your friends home.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's it's just, it's also when you've got that kind of courting, dirty, like dirty things around. Um, it doesn't help the energy move in your house. Right. And it's it really is, like Lisa said, bad for the kids. But you also you also have two ten-year-olds that who can are perfectly capable of cleaning up after exactly themselves. Exactly what I was gonna say. You've Thank got you. A yep. two you got two ten-year-olds and an eight and a half year old. They can clean up after themselves, and mm-hmm. maybe you can get them started, and then she'll maybe start toe the line. They're modeling after their mom, yeah. right?
3: I'm living in a house of five and it is a challenge, but yeah, you, you have to have a schedule. You have to be able you have to use your kids too. Yes. Absolutely. They gotta pull their, their,
2: they they gotta pull pull their own
3: weight. Yeah. yeah and uh, you know we we try to be minimalists now. We try to get rid of stuff. We don't want, you know, we don't clutter, want to. clutter 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 I know. No.
2: But definitely you should start to use if she's kind of dug in into her ways, you can always start with the children and say, you know, every you got to clean up your room every Saturday or whatever it is that you want to set up a schedule. God, for if them. I didn't do my chores, They're I wouldn't right Yeah, you were to- at 10?
1: To- oh, are you kidding Yeah, Here's a little thing I did with my kids. This is just a little hit tip.
3: It's called a or belt. For, yeah, uh. b- oh,
1: besides geez. the belt and the, b- and the back, wooden spoon. Um before the holidays, we would go through all their toys and all their clothes, and they would have to pick out things that they no longer played with, things right. that were broken we discarded, things they no longer played with, we'd clean them up, we'd make them nice, we'd take them to the church.
2: That's it. Those, Those things, nice. things That's are yeah, important for other little kids. It, it also shows, shows a way, giving is yes. really good. Yes. Giving we actually
3: is take good. our toys from the church.
1: Oh,
2: good yeah, job!
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you, well, you know I'm not beyond. opening my no, I mouth can't today. Even look at you today. Yeah, I
2: know. <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah. Well, I think he's adorable. Get your today. kids involved like when it. Love of the hats. Sorry.
1: Get your kids involved with what's going on. You know, get them cleaning up and go through all the things and make it a holiday thing. Every November, we go through your clothes, we go through your toys, and we donate. Donate yeah. the things they don't play yeah. with.
2: Okay, clean house. It's clean house. terrible
3: to <laughs> live in a, a cluttered, dirty it is. house. You can't Nothing think. worse.
2: You can't think. All right. Second one is from help, just signed help. Uh, dear OTM, in mid-August, I met an online, I met online Dave on an online dating site. Dave is 37 and I am 38. We emailed and texted back and forth for the first month due to our demanding schedules and careers. We actually met in person on September 29th. We clicked immediately and have been exclusive since our first real date. We have a great relationship and are together almost every weekend and one or two evenings a week. Here's my question. David has asked to attend his family holidays function, and I'm honored to do so, but how do I handle gifts? He has a huge family that he adores, and I really want them to like me. I, on the other hand, am not very social and have been career-driven my entire life. I'm an only child, and my mother passed away three years ago. Being part of a big family was something I dreamt of as a child, but until now, I never thought it could happen. I want to give Dave's mother and father something for me as well as his sisters and brothers and their families, should they invite me to their homes. What are your thoughts? I'm head over heels for Dave. Oh, make cookies. I was thinking the mm-hmm. same thing. Right, there's right, right not, there. You, because you, when you don't know people, isn't it best just to exactly. make something make personal? Exactly, some, right. Yep. Yeah, I think that is the perfect answer. You bring something for the house; that's food, you right? F- bring something for th- yeah. That's food. Even if you
0: can't make cookies, buy something oh that gosh. looks handmade. Something yeah. cookies
3: for the kids. You bring yeah. wine for the parents. Pa- if they right. Wine. Yeah.
0: Right. And maybe and you bring a platter of something. Yes. Maybe you Bring them the beautiful cheese, gray platter. Yes. Or yes. Like that. yes. That's I have a crazy
3: it. idea. Yes. Maybe she could actually discuss it with Dave. Oh, How
0: about that? Maybe she
3: could Ooh. do
1: that. Ooh. She we didn't think of that. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? but yeah I think Mm. I like it when people bring personalized like they make cookies or or banana bread or or, or something yeah nice
2: and and like Seth said if you talk to Dave he's gonna know what they like what kind of food they like by
3: the way, a little sidebar. I just tried pumpkin chocolate chip cookies somebody made here. I have the recipe. You should put it on the website. That's the best cookies I've ever really? tasted. My daughter will want oh, that. Oh, that's I've never tasted the best cookies. And I a a never talk like that. I don't say the best. No, you don't. No, no you don't. Best cookies I've ever tasted.
2: I would never oh, think to put yeah, those two things I'm
0: together. I'm going to do that. I'm going to get that for Pump- my daughter. Pumpkin
3: puree is the ingredient. That, yeah. Wow. That's awesome. In a can.
0: Okay, so um, help. <laughs> Pumpkin puree. <laughs> what are the cookies?
2: Look it up on the internet. Pumpkin chocolate cookies. <laughs> Look you'll be, you'll yeah. be unique and in individual. You'll be unique the, and, and guess what? They're going to love you. Absolutely. Absolutely. They're going to love you. Just, right. Most importantly, bring your true self. Exactly.
0: Ele- Authentic, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. And the last one doesn't have a signature, but here we go. Dear one tough mother, how do I handle my brother? Can I take that? No, just kidding. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead, Gail. <laughs> you want me to finish reading and then you, and then I'll pitch it to you, Lisa. Lisa
3: wants to handle her brother.
2: <laughs> Dear one tough mother, how do I handle my brother? Every time I have someone over to her house to hang out or do school assignments with, he ruins it. He's a big rotten brat and he won't leave me alone. <laughs> stop he says super rude stuff about me to my friends makes up lies and tells them personal crap about me i've begged my mom to please make him stop and she yells at him to leave us alone but he keeps coming back and being a jerk he's 11 and acts like he's six my friends think my friends think he's funny and i think he's gross at my 13th birthday this summer he told everyone i have a personal problem that's Oh, <laughs> that smells! <laughs> no, we're not laughing at you. It's, no, it's, it's something septic. And my yeah. friends made fun of me for months. It's not true. My mom works a lot and always says she's too busy or tired to deal with him. We only see Dad once or twice a month, so telling him means nothing. How do I stop him from ruining my life? And I'm pitching it to Lisa. Wait, I got a bunch of questions. I I
0: was only doing that as a goof kind of not. But you guys <laughs> well, all know where I, what I'm uh, dealing yes, with in well, my yes. life. But first of all. Where are the parents? The father's around twice a month. The mother's too busy. That is just BS. You know, the kid's going to do it. That's what kids do. Right. You know, and if he's going to really insult her and hurt her and say these things, you know, and and he's not going to be disciplined. I mean, I'm not a parent, but I think mom and dad, she should talk. Mom and dad need to step it up, baby. Yeah, and obviously, the he's, he's come 11, on, he's 11 around, and she's
1: 13. That's what they do Karen, at a Karen, remember it's 13? Exactly.
0: You refresh me. It
1: doesn't matter. She's, he's 11. The mother's got to step in 100%. And it says that she says, um, you know, stop, tells him to stop, tells him to stop. But all right obviously obviously the mother tells him to stop and he doesn't want to stop and she yells at him but he's 11 he's doing it behind her back right Seth he's doing it behind
3: uh, her I'm back I'm sorry you know, you're know, you not, you're not going to agree with me on this but she should really just punch him in the nose he will never bother No, I do. Again. I agree
4: with that yeah. I agree what, if someone else is going to help her
3: she, yeah the sister yeah. punch him in the nose stop making fun of me I'm going to hit you if you keep it up I'm going to punch you and if I can't punch you I'm going to find something else to hit you with I'm tired of your stuff stop Give, uh, him a, give him a warning.
0: I don't know if I go that I don't far. Know what else is she gonna do? Violence. What else well, is she well, gonna well, do? It's so brother sister
3: stuff. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not condoning violence. I'm just saying. She, yeah, she's, she's. She's run. She's got the end of her rope. And sometimes. Yeah, but kids you know, have to uh, do maybe she should no, no, no. just throw
0: out his favorite toys no maybe she'd she you know, bed
3: on fire why why yes. not all right that's
0: a little extreme but wait a minute if she said you know what if you do this again you know that blah 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 that you love so much it's going in the garbage but maybe
3: the grandparents that can help her or cousins or aunts or uncles because she's but not getting you, anywhere you know
2: what the other thing is is that she only sees the, the dad twice a month but then you know talk to your dad too
1: yeah exactly talk i to your agree dad.
2: if you got an 11 year old brother talk to your father because maybe he can actually have a little bit of a talk with him on the side, as long as as well as your mom, Except well, right. to yeah. hide
3: something in his, like yeah. you're never gonna see it again unless mm-hmm, you start. Yeah. If, if you keep making fun of me, you're never gonna see it again.
2: He, yes That's probably why he is
0: doing what he's doing. He probably misses his dad. Oh, that oh, or Lisa. he j- he's wow. at, he just wants
2: attention. He's he's, he's, yeah, he's acting out. also what eleven yep. year old. My my, my nephew's ten, and he he drives my good, my Lisa. niece crazy. Yeah, he wants attention. What
1: they do. Yep. Okay. Well, we're sorry that he's doing it, and he wants attention and. I don't know how else to tell you, but you're going to have to either hide one of his toys or <laughs> talk to your father and your mother about this. Do more not seriously. burn his bed. Do not hit him I was and just don't kidding. punch him in the nose and don't punch him in the nose oh, unless you have to. <laughs> unless you have to. Okay. And when we get back, we will have mother says headlines
0: and head and dates. where where do they find us? They find oh, you know. Take a guess. Podsearch.com. You got Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Hashtag OTM. Hashtag One tough Mother. Hashtag One Tough Mothers. And, and we'll be back. back. And OneToughMother.com. One the
4: One Tough Mother Podcast. Real talk with amazing women who have worked their way to the top and want to
0: share their real life
4: lessons with you.
0: So Mother Says is brought to you by Storyblocks.com. Forward slash OTM. Get thousands of images, videos, and tracks for only $149 for a full year of unlimited access. One more time. $149 for a full year of unlimited access. It's That's a killer ridiculous. deal. It's a killer, killer, killer. killer. Storyblocks.com forward slash OTM. Storyblocks.com forward slash OTM. And if you don't put in OTM, you don't get the offer. <laughs> nanny,
1: nanny, nanny. Thank you, Storyblocks.com. And thank you for being a, a wonderful sponsor. So today's Mother Says is. Find yourself and be that. It's that easy. Just find yourself and be that. Be authentic. Be who you are. Everyone else is taken. You don't have to be like anyone else. Find yourself and be that. Happy holidays, everyone. We have a fabulous show next week, and we will see you soon. Thank you for listening. Bye. 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 Bye.